Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host. And today we are episode 71.2, and uh, it's Monday, Motivation Monday. And we are reading Exodus chapter uh, 34. Sorry. So uh, welcome and thank you for being here. I, I want to apologize uh, at the top of this to say I'm so sorry for missing last week. Uh, I went away to go visit with my father-in-law in Hawaii, and uh, the internet was a little sketchy, and uh, but I think it was probably for the best. Maybe it was God telling us, just me, to take a little bit of a break. So, And I actually got to read a little bit more of the book that I had mentioned when I was talking with uh, Jeremiah the other day, <clears throat> uh, that book called Blue Like Jazz which actually is really good. And uh, it's kind of making me um, think about things uh, in a different way. And we'll go back to that later on because today's a really long chapter and I don't want to delay. So, uh, but I did want to say I'm sorry that I didn't post last week. Uh, I did get a little bit of a vacation, a little bit of a refresher, and I'm hopefully coming back with some freshness. So. Uh, hopefully I'm not sounding stale and I'm trying to keep uh, us on track so so we'll continue reading in Exodus and uh, after I pray uh, I'll give you our Bible verse and then we'll start reading <clears throat> holy God mighty God we are coming to you with grateful hearts, thankful hearts. Uh, we always look to you for um, guidance and direction. And uh, thank you for uh, being able to get away last week and have a little bit of a vacation. Uh, I'm thankful that uh, you, you know, put it on my husband's heart to tell me to take the week off, plus the fact that the internet wasn't working very well. So it all kind of worked together for good and uh, Lord I pray for a refreshing and fresh new um, blessings every day uh, we know that you uh, provide all of these things for us uh, everything we need uh, daily and uh, we're grateful for what you provide for us when we need it uh, we don't even know when we need it but we know you know all things and so uh, Lord we just ask you to continue providing for us uh, bless us in every way imaginable. Uh, Lord, we ask you to bless our homes, bless our families, our children, brothers, sisters. We just uh, come to you and ask you to bless everyone and reveal to us who you are and, and how you want us to get to know you. Uh, Lord, you, you know who we are. You know who our family is. Uh, I pray for my, my children and their children, you know that they look like, you know what our families are gonna look like in the future. And uh, Lord, just guide and direct uh, everybody in my family. Uh, Lord, I ask you to bless those who are out there listening and their families and friends, watch over them uh, and cover them, just cover them, Lord. Uh, Lord, we are most thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, uh, his sacrifice on the cross his resurrection. If it wasn't for his resurrection, we, we wouldn't be talking about this today. He came back just like he said he would. And Lord, we just started our 40 days of fasting for Lent. 
Uh, last week was Ash Wednesday, so Lord, I pray that uh, people uh, are fasting. Whatever it is that they feel that is uh, distracting them from you. I know what I gave up, and uh, so far so good. It's uh, almost a week, and uh, it's, it's not easy, but I do it. And uh, Lord, I just ask you to uh, put that on the hearts of those who feel led to do it as well. So Lord, just uh, come to us in this time in your word. Uh, reveal yourself to us and uh, help us to see you more clearly and to become uh, closer and closer with you. Uh, anoint this time in your word and uh, bless it. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us... Uh, Say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, today is uh, worship, uh, no, not worship Wednesday, uh, Motivation Monday. So, uh, I felt like I had some hurdles to get over last week uh, because of uh, not getting our podcast out. So, uh, we are reading uh, from Romans 5, uh, verses 3 through 5. We triumph even in our troubles, knowing that trouble produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope, a hope which never disappoints us, since God's love floods our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. Uh, you know, we triumph in our troubles. I've said that before. You know, we give God the glory and we give him all the praise when, when things don't work out the way we thought. Uh, so, you know, through trouble, uh, trouble produces endurance, endurance produces character, right? And character produces hope. So, uh, this is the hope that God has given to us through the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of trouble last week, not being able to post our, uh, videos. And so, you know what? It is what it is. We start up again today, start fresh, you know, dust the wipe the dust from your feet and keep moving on. So that's what we're going to do. All right. So we are again, as I said, <clears throat> episode 71.2, and this is uh, chapter 34 in the Exodus. And it's a little long, but it's always interesting, right? <clears throat> then the Lord uh, told Moses, chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones. I will write on them the same words that were on the tablets you smashed. Be ready in the morning to climb up Mount Sinai and present yourself to me on the top of the mountain. No one else may come with you. In fact, no one is to appear anywhere on the mountain. Do not even let the flocks or herds graze near the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two tablets of stone like the first ones. Early in the morning, he climbed Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him, and he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in a cloud and stood there with him, and he called out his own name, Yahweh. The Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy, I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity rebellion, and sin. But I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. 
The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. Moses immediately threw himself to the ground and worshipped, and he said, O Lord, if it is true that I have found favor with you, then please travel with us. Yes, this is a stubborn and rebellious people, but please forgive our iniquity and our sins. Claim us as your own special possession. The Lord replied, Listen, I am making a covenant with you in the presence of all your people. I will perform miracles that have never been performed anywhere in all the earth or in any nation. And all the people around you will see the power of the Lord, the awesome power I will display for you. But listen carefully to everything I command you today. Then I will go ahead of you and drive out the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Be careful never to make a treaty with the people who live in the land where you are going. If you do, you will follow their evil ways and be trapped. Instead, you must break down their pagan altars, smash their sacred pillars, and cut down their Asherah poles. You must worship no other god, gods, for the Lord, whose very name is Jealous, is a god who is jealous about his relationship with you. You must not make a treaty of any kind with the people living in the land. They lust after their gods, offering sacrifices to them. They will invite you to join them in their sacrificial meals, and you will go with them. Then you will accept their daughters, who sacrifice to other gods, as wives for your sons. And they will seduce your sons to commit adultery against me by worshipping other gods. You must not make any gods of molten metal for yourselves. You must celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days the bread you eat must be made without yeast, just as I commanded you. Celebrate this festival annually at the appointed time in early spring in the month of Abib, for that is the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. The firstborn of every animal belongs to me, including the firstborn males from your herds of cattle and your flocks of sheep and goats. A firstborn donkey must be bought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or your young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn son. No one may appear before me without an offering. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but on the seventh day you must stop working, even during the season of plowing and harvest. You must celebrate the festival of harvest with the first crop of the wheat harvest and celebrate the festival of the final harvest at the end of the harvest season. Three times each year, every man in Israel must appear before the sovereign, the Lord, the God of Israel. I will drive out the other nations ahead of you and expand your territory so no one will covet and conquer your land while you appear before the Lord your God three times each year. You must not offer the blood of my sacrificial offerings together with any baked goods containing yeast, and none of the meat of the Passover sacrifice may be kept over until the next morning. As as you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down all these instructions, for they represent the terms of the covenant I am making with you and with Israel. Moses remained there on the mountain with the Lord forty days and forty nights. In all that time he ate no bread and drank no water. And the Lord wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, on the stone tablet. When Moses came down Mount Sinai, carrying the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to the Lord. So when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called out to them and asked Aaron and all the leaders of the community to come over, and he talked with them. Then all the people of Israel approached him, and Moses gave them all the instructions the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, he covered his face with a veil. But whenever he went into the tent of meetings to speak with the Lord, he would remove the veil until he came out again. Then he would give the people whatever instructions the Lord had given him. And the people of Israel would be would see the radiant glow of his face. So he would put the veil over his face until he returned to speak to the Lord. All right. Well, uh, let me see. I started off with the very first verse. Uh, then the Lord told Moses to chisel out the uh, two stone tablets like the first ones. I will write on them the same words that were written on the tablets that you smashed. Uh, so that's where we got the actual two new stone tablets that went into the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, and then the Lord came down in a cloud and stood there with him, and he called out his name, Yahweh, which, from what I understand, I don't know if we talked about this before, but uh, the original Yahweh didn't have those two vowels in it, the A and the E. So I, I think that was the Americanization of it, maybe, or the English, I'm not sure. Uh, there is a little asterisk here, so 34.5. Yahweh is a transliteration of the proper name, yeah, Y-H-W-H, that is sometimes rendered Jehovah. In this translation, it is usually rendered the Lord. So, like I said, there's there, there were no original vowels in that. Uh, just went off on a sidetrack, I'm sorry. So, the Lord passed in front of Moses, and I highlighted all of this. Uh, the Lord passed in front of Moses, and he, the Lord was calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy, I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin, but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. I'm not exactly sure what the second part of that is, but what pinged on me was I am slow to anger, which comes out of James, uh, the book of James. Uh, be slow to anger, slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to listen. I don't know if that's the actual order, but anyway. I was never typically a person who was slow to anger. I had kind of a hot temper, just to say that out loud. If anybody else has those kind of issues, you're not alone. Um, then I went down into eight where Moses immediately threw himself to the ground and worshiped. And he's, you know, begging on behalf of the uh, Israelites again, O oh Lord, if it is true that I have found favor with you, then please travel with us. Yes, 
This is a stubborn and rebellious people. But please forgive our iniquity and our sins. Claim us as your own special possession. And of course, the Lord replies, I'm making a covenant with you. And all the people around you will see the awesome power of the Lord, the awesome power I will display. You know, God is telling him, you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, But he's going to perform miracles so everybody knows that it's him. Uh, But he also says he's going to drive out all of the the, the Amorites, the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites. He's going to fight for the Israelites. And he's saying it out loud. Be careful never to make a treaty with these people because they're going to drag you down and they're going to want you to start, you know, idolizing their pagan gods. And you don't want to do that because God is jealous and he doesn't want you, you know, worshiping other gods because there are no other gods. Uh, Then I jumped down to 17. You must not make any gods of molten metal for yourselves. So, you know, again, you know, it happened and not good uh, when it happened the first time. Uh, then God is giving them uh, all the directions that are going, I think, onto the tablets. Uh, and then I went to 28. Well, actually, I highlighted 24. I will drive out the other nations ahead of you and expand your territory so no one will covet and conquer your land while you appear before the Lord, your God, three times each year. And then I went down to... Um, 28, Moses remained there on the mountain with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. So when I'm reading this, I'm like concerned because that's, you know, that's a month. And, you know, we know what happened the last time he stayed up on the mountain too long. Uh, In all that time, he ate no bread and drank no water. And the Lord wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments on the stone tablets. Uh, So when Moses comes down, uh, when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid of him. Uh, he didn't realize, you know, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had spoken to God, you know, to the Lord. So they got, they were afraid of him. Uh, and then at the very end, uh, he, it says he would put a veil over his face uh, every time he would come back from speaking to, to God, the Lord. So, uh, so we have a new, that's it basically for today. It's the end of the chapter, chapter, sorry, uh, trying to get back in the swing of things here. Uh, so, uh, we know now that we have two new stone tablets that are going, going to go inside the Ark of the Covenant. And, uh, now we have, uh, all of the 10 commandments written down. We know that Moses is still pleading and begging for the Israelites. And God is, you know, being a very understanding and forgiving God. So, and then that we've got uh, Moses coming down with the radiance that uh, you can only get from, I guess, speaking directly with God. So that's it for today. Uh, As always, I'm blessed to be able to do this. I say this all the time. I know that, but I really am. Uh, I, I really enjoy being able to share God's word with you. Uh, I'm going to share a little bit more about what I've been reading in that book with um, with Jeremiah. So uh, it, it's quite interesting. Um, but uh, again, you know, reading your Bible is about getting to know God uh, better and better. And uh, it's amazing as you start to read it. 
the more it opens your eyes to who God really is. And uh, it's, uh, it's just amazing. But you, you have to have the relationship first. And so, again, uh, if you have not uh, gotten to have a relationship with uh, Jesus, uh, this is your time, this is your moment. Uh, I will lead you in the prayer uh, of salvation, but it is not between me and you, it's between you and God. So it's whatever is in your heart. If you're feeling led to, to start a relationship with God, this is your time. Uh, so I will lead you in that prayer, and uh, if you're a believer, go ahead and say it too. <sighs> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for uh, the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that uh, covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time today, uh, God bless you. Congratulations. You now have a new life in Christ. You are in the family. And uh, you will your, your, your life will change. Uh, it's, it's an amazing journey, and it's an amazing, amazing relationship. Uh, to have with Christ and to get to know him better. Uh, so we always suggest that A, you write down today as your new birthday. B, uh, get to a church or a pastor, um, somebody who can help you with the next step in this new life, answer any questions you might have. Uh, celebrate. Today is a celebration. I'm sure there is at least one person who's been probably praying for your salvation. And uh, I would tell that person, you know, that today you accepted Jesus. And um, and then start living for Jesus. Get involved with a uh, ministry. Get involved with a, a Bible study. Uh, whatever you feel God is leading you to do, go do some volunteer work. Uh, churches always need volunteers. Um, trust me, from working at uh, our church for so many years, we were always looking for volunteers. So uh, that's it. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, Go live for Christ. That's all I can say. Uh, I'm glad that you're able to join me today. I don't know when it is. It could be a year from now. It could be morning. It could be noon, night. I have no idea. Whatever time it is that you're able to carve out and listen and read or watch. Uh, so God bless you. Have a great day. And I will see you tomorrow.